Jill, I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black. Got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse. You can whip your porch. I've been in the valley. You can't nobody tell me. Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to a new episode of Wild Sports Talk. It is a special show tonight. My name is Loro Antonio, and with me today is Trey Calls from the uh, Coast to Coast Entertainment Network. We got John Alcorn with us today as well, and of course, the Asian Skip Bayless, Isaiah Leong, who normally hosts this show. Adam Barber was going to be hosting the show today, but he is on assignment today as well. So, folks, how are you guys doing tonight? And Isaiah, you got your Oregon State shirt on, so how's it going today, my man? Well, I was going to wear my Oregon Duck shirt because it looks much better than this, but um, it was in the washers, so I yeah, decided to this is the only thing that I could find that is college football related to put on for this special show. So that's why I put it on. But, uh, you know, I probably had like the most wild weekend ever. I mean, I went to the A's game, got my first ever foul ball from uh, Sean Murphy. He hit it and uh, I was actually given this foul ball by a by one of my buddies who works grounds crew uh, that uh, I guess Murphy hit it during batting practice and he collected and gave it to me, which was awesome. And then, you know, went to the AIDS game with a bunch of friends, had a great time, you know, uh, had a lot of fun there, um, got some autographs and stuff like that. Got onto the field, saw that dr Star Wars drone show that they had, which was awesome. Uh, and then, you know, yesterday got the, Second dose of the COVID-19 vaccine, and I think Trey knows, it kicked my butt, you know. It really kicked my butt. I thought that, you know, I was laughing at one of my friends. I was like, when he got it, I was laughing at him. I was like, ah, oh, man, you're not tough enough and this and that. How can you be so How can you be so weak and complain about all these side effects? And I'm telling you, man, this shot is no joke. Like, I got my second dose today or yesterday, and I woke up this morning with the fever. I had some chills. I had a headache. I still have a headache right now. I, my entire body is sore. I can't move my left arm whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like this COVID-19 vaccine shot is, is, is hell, man. It's terrible. So if you guys haven't yet, I really suggest you guys all to go get vaccinated because imagine if the side effects from the COVID-19 vaccine is terrible. Imagine what the virus might actually feel like. So really recommend you guys all to go get vaccinated. But, you know, I'm hanging in there, feeling a bit under the weather, but uh, I can hold on to it. Absolutely. I actually got vaccinated earlier this year, too. So, Trey, how are you doing, sir? Oh, I'm fantastic. Uh, got high school football out of the way last week. This week, it's all about college. What best prime time to start Thursday? I know we had some games last weekend, but whatever. It was nonchalant preseason games. They really didn't care for much. But 
big game starting Thursday night, Saturday, then NFL. Man, it's a great time to be a sports fan. Everything's coming back to, in, to fruition, and I can't, I can't. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Thank you all for having me on. Uh, you're, 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 you're welcome, Trey. I mean, it's good to have you on board here, and we part as MI6 Network and Coast to Coast partner are now partners on on both programs as well. So, John, how are you doing, sir? We're good, my man. I mean, my gosh, it's been already a little bit of a, a crazy week here, but I'd be glad that we're going to bring on Dan Magino this week to cover the college football season and to, to kind of really ask a little bit what is going on with the SEC merger, and he won't hurt my feelings if he doesn't think my law friends are going to do good, but uh, yeah, glad sports are coming back because again, football's back, and Frankly, that's the best sport on the planet. And Isaiah, I agree with your nickname. Thank you so much for agreeing. All right, folks. So before we uh, we get started on our show, you can please give us a like and subscribe on our Facebook page, YouTube channel. You can also check out our MI6 Sports website by looking at our blogs and articles and all that too. And also give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. But before we talk about our before we talk about our conference champ picks of the 2021 college football preview show, we have a comment that just came in from our guy Casey King who is a big fan of ours on this show and he wanted to say good evening to you all. So also he had a comment for you Isaiah. He said uh, <laughs> Isaiah, Oregon State your team now can you answer that? It's too many teams Isaiah. No, they're not my team. I my parents went to Oregon and they were on the like they were on the, the panel last yeah, sorry, they went to Oregon a month ago and they were right next to Corvallis and Eugene. Stopped at a Walmart, saw the duck shirts, saw the beaver shirts as well, and they asked me like, Hey, which one do you want? And I'm not gonna pass yes, up. And if my parents ask me for an eight-inch shirt, I'll say yeah, and I'll burn it to the ground with the lighter. I'm not gonna pass up an opportunity for a free. I shirt. if it's That's OU or year. Alabama, I'll you know I'll get it. I'll stop on it, put some dark poop on it, light it on fire. Hey, if it's and free, I, I would gladly wear it. Nope, I don't care. Eight-inch or OU, no. it's a sin. It's a football sin. When you take football seriously, yes, like for your man. It's God family football. Football is right there. We take Texas football seriously. I don't know about the Bay with. They're not doing anything baseball or football, but down here in Texas, we take that football very seriously. All right, folks. So the MI6 Sports Network just commented on, hey, Isaiah, who's weak now? Steven, uh, can you explain that? Steven was the guy that I laughed at when he got his COVID-19 vaccine shot about like five, six months ago. And I was, he was like falling asleep uh, during a program or something that we had. And he was, you know, complaining so much about, you know, body aches and stuff like that. And I was like, bro, come on, man, this is a shot. You need to man up and tough it out. And like, I shouldn't have laughed at him because I'm literally feeling like i'm about to die today that's how bad these side effects are today oh absolutely i mean i i could feel you isaiah so also the chair with james gonzalez sent something to us he said what's up you all what's up y'all so we're not going to get too farther into that so we are going to be now talking about the 2021 college football season and our first to lead things off in which conference let's start off with our conference champion Picks. The first 
thing we're going to talk about first is we're going to start with the Pac-12. So who is your pick to win the Pac-12? And I'm going to go first and who I think is going to win the Pac-12 conference. I'm going to go with the Oregon Ducks. And I say that because they're known for good football. They have good players coming out of that school that go to the NFL. And I think that this Oregon Ducks team is definitely ready to take it to new heights. Isaiah, who is your pick to win the Pac-12 conference? Well, when I when I look at this conference, right, there's a lot of question marks for all of the teams. You know, Arizona State is surrounded with a scandal right now. Um, Cal, we don't know how their offense is going to be. Uh, Oregon, they're breaking in a new quarterback. Arizona's got a new coach. Colorado, Oregon State. I mean, Oregon State did pretty well last year, but I feel like they are still on the up and coming. Uh, Stanford, I feel like it's going down. UCLA was their route of Hawaii this Saturday. Was it a real thing or was it a fluke? USC, I mean, they have Keaton Slovis. I think he's the best quarterback in the Pac-12. Uh, I could see him honestly going number one in the upcoming NFL draft. That's a for a different day. But, uh, you know, you talk about USC, like they have the talent, but it's the coaching staff. You know, you guys know my disdain for Clay Helton and his coaching staff. I thought Clay Helton should have never gotten the USC head coaching job, and he should have been fired three, four years ago. I don't know why USC keeps bringing him back. And then Utah, new quarterback, Washington, new quarterback, Wazoo, they've got some questions as well. When I look at this conference, even though Oregon's breaking in a new quarterback – when you the surrounding pieces around that quarterback, the offensive line, the wide receivers, the running backs, tight ends, and the defense, they have you know first class talent. I think they have the best talent out of the supporting cast out of all these teams, and they've got a great coaching staff and Mario Cristobal and his coaching staff. So I'm going to give it to the Ducks because I think the Ducks, you know, I think they have the better team out of all these teams. Um, I think it's going to be Oregon versus. Uh, I'm going to say Washington because I think USC is going to – they're going to start out hot, but then USC is going to go downhill. That's what's going to happen. I've, I've you know, watched Clay Helton. Team. Watch it. Are you supposed to get, get certain guys that guess pretty soon? I'll be watching your mouth right now, sir. I've got – I've watched so many of Clay Helton teams in his entire tenure, and that's what his teams always do. They always start off hot, and then they fall down. So that's what USC is going to be this year. Give me Oregon. I'm going to pick the Ducks as my Pac-12 champs. I'm with you on that, Isaiah. I have the Oregon Ducks as my Pac-12 champs as well. So I'm going to go with Trey next. Who is your pick to win the Pac-12 conference? Oregon, baby. Give me that duck. I love the Ducks, baby. Give me the Ducks. But I will say this. USC has to go – has to win this uh, conference this year for Hilton, as Isaiah said. Hilton's going to be on the hot seat this year. He has to be. Uh, they got a great quarterback. They got all into. They finished, like Isaiah said, they finished actually hot last year. They actually didn't scramble last year. They actually finished in the top 25 last year. They actually got hot as the season went on. And people actually had them in the top 10 with three losses. That's how good they were getting. But Oregon, I think they just have too much on the defensive end. I think the the, the way they always play, the way they the up tempo, the way they I, I, I just think that they're more talented all talented team more all the way around in the Pac-12. And let's just face it, the Pac-12 needs to be good. Pac-12 need, especially with all the realignment going on, the Pac-12 has to have at least four or five or six teams in the top twenty to 
for them to start like making this major conference for the, some of the big 12 teams to go to the Pac-12. And but that's a story for a different day. But Oregon, it's always Oregon for me until someone proves me wrong. But Isaiah, you're wrong. It can't be Oregon and Washington playing in the championship game in the Pac-12 because they're in the same division. So, thank you, Trey, for pointing that out because that video is going to be clipped and sent to Cal McClure. I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry, Isaiah. I love you, brother. I love you. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> it's going to be USC and Oregon in the Big 12, uh, the Pac 12 championship game. But that UCLA game, we don't know much about what Hawaii is. Chip Kayla. Uh, their offense looked phenomenal, but it is a Hawaii, and the Hawaii does suck. Uh, Hawaii is like a practice game. Now, LSU comes into town Saturday. That's where we're really going to see what UCLA is all about this year. Chip, before uh, the Hawaii game, Chip Kelly was 0-6 in preseason uh, non-conference games leading to that Hawaii game. So Chip Kelly has a chip on his shoulder, too, and he's on the hot seat as well. A lot of Pac-12 teams are on the hot seat, but don't sleep on Herm Edwards and the Arizona State uh, Sun Devils either, even though that name's offensive to some people. I don't know. They want to change it to Sun Angels. That's just stupid. But the, that scandal that's going on is so stupid. It's just because they brought in people from the visit during COVID nineteen. It's it's dumb. It's a stupid violation. NCAA. That's why the NCAA needs to go away. But that's a time for a different story. Uh, but I, I I think US, UCLA is going to have a good year. But I don't think they're going to have enough. I think USC and Oregon are going to face off in the Pac twelve championship, and Oregon's going to win it all. I could see it being USC versus Oregon in the. Uh, in the Pac-12 uh, championship game. I'm going to go to John next. So, John, who is your pick to win the Pac-12? Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah. Shout out to like the Chiefs and the Broncos playing against each other in the Super Bowl. So thank you very much for making my day here. Just kidding. But, um, I mean, USC isn't going to do anything. Keaton Slovis is average. He's not a great quarterback. He never was. Isn't going to do anything. And frankly, I don't have any way to cheer for USC. Being a UT fan, I would never root for USC. I do not care. Football is football, and a football sin is a football sin. I'm going to pick Oregon here, sir, on a plate because they. I mean, they definitely could be a. Very interesting this year. It's not going to be USC because Keenan Slow is. I'm sorry. I don't know what you see in him. He doesn't do anything different. USC has struggled with really like good quarterbacks trying to take it to the championship in a pretty, really long time. Same thing with my, obviously, for a very long time in my long run. So I'm not biased here, like I said. But it's just, uh, I think it's going to be interesting. But I'm going to pick Oregon. But I mean, you just, you just never know, really don't call football. And I get that scandal. It's like, come on. I mean, they're, they're the same. People that probably uh, won't let Reggie Bush get back his Heisman Trophy. So it's kind of a ridiculous right now. All right. So, folks, before we get to talk about our next conference here, let's go back to our comment section. So the chair with James Gonzalez picks the Oregon Ducks to win the uh, Pac-12 conference. And Casey King just chimed in and also said, love to see my USC Trojans win it. But with Clay Helton at the helm, I don't see it. I'm going with Oregon Ducks as well. And James Gonzalez said, please, USC for once. And Ishmael Lancaster said, what is up, guys? Along with James Gonzalez saying, Isaiah, UCLA can't run, can run the ball, but couldn't pass on Saturday. LSU will curb stop UCLA. So those are 
that's what's going back. That's back in our comments section right here. So Trey, you have something to say? Yeah, is that a comment? I would not sleep on UCLA keeping it close against LSU Saturday. The only reason I'm saying that is because LSU had to relocate and they're they're dealing with a hurricane, all the things that are going on with that with that. And so their mind's not really gonna be there. And plus Oregon's already had or uh, not Oregon. UCLA already played one game and they are doing that up tempo where LSU's coming off all that all that hurricane stuff and they're not gonna be ready for that up tempo. But I look for LSU to win it late, but I would not be surprised if UCLA keeps that game really close. And Isaiah, you got something to say about that too? Yeah, I was also going to add on to Trey's point that LSU struggled against teams with up-tempo, high-octane offenses last year uh, in the SEC. Look what happened with Mike Leach and that, you know, I know it's not the same with the air raid and what Chip Kelly runs, but they did ran it at a decent tempo as well. And they gave up, I believe, like 45 points to Mike Leach and Mississippi State. So that defense, they've been rebuilding it all offseason. They got a new defensive coordinator. They got a new defensive system. So everything's going to be new. And I think US, UCLA, they've got the continuity uh they are a lot of players on defense coming back i just think that that ucla offense will be able to feast on that lsu defense and also one thing i got a impersonation of ed odron go tigers <laughs> i mean the lsu they are on bottom okay i'm talking about holding college football i'm not saying that they're gonna be like this team is gonna do very great but yeah, they beat Florida last year. Some people could say, "Oh, contrast is it overrated?" And I maybe we could have that conversation. But again, who knows LSU this year? I'm not even sure who the quarterback is. But who knows what can happen? So I got it working for right now. All right, folks. So our next conference we're going to talk about is it's my favorite conference in college football. That is the SEC. So we'll oh break down God. the uh, divisions for oh you. So we got Alabama, Arkansas, Auburn, LSU Tigers, Mississippi State, Old Miss, Texas A&M, and on the end, the Florida Gators, the Georgia Bulldogs, the Kentucky Wildcats, the Missouri Tigers, the South Carolina Gamecocks, the Tennessee Volunteers, and the Vanderbilt Commodores. I'm going to go first and who I think is going to be picked, oh, who's going to win the SEC. And my pick to win the SEC is Roll Tide. The Alabama Crimson Tide wins it again. And I say that because I thought Mac Jones was great last year. And now on the New England Patriots, who I really think that he's going to live up to the NFL potential and the same offensive scheme as Bill Belichick. But I think Alabama has always been a good well-run program. And I think that Nick Saban's going to do another good job to get Alabama back to the national championship game. And Isaiah, who is your pick to win the SEC? I love Trey and John's reaction when you saw uh, when you said that, Loro. It was great. But I'm going to disagree with you, man. I am going with the Georgia Bulldogs. This is Georgia's year. And the reason why I say that is because Georgia's got so many returning starters on offense and defense. Their offensive line, a bunch of them are returning. They've got, I think, by far 
the best quarterback that Kirby Smart has had in Georgia and JT Daniels, who can actually sling the ball downfield for once. Stenson Bennett, I mean, that dude was so trash. John, you would look like a professional NFL quarterback if you were going up against Stenson Bennett. You could easily beat him out in a quarterback competition. Uh, Jake Fromm, I mean, he was a game manager. Uh, the other guy that they had, I, I forgot his name, but, I mean, if you saw one of the clips that we had last year on No BS when we were doing the um, the bloopers of the week, this dude literally wind up to throw the football, trying to throw to a receiver straight straight next to him. And somehow, some way, he curves the ball to the right and he hits a he hits a water boy right in the head. So you look at Georgia's quarterbacks that he Kirby Smart has had. JT Daniels is miles ahead of all of these guys. I love what JT Daniels did in the final four games for Georgia, going 4-0. Georgia putting up over 38 points per game. It was the highest scoring offense that Kirby Smart had fielded at Georgia with the defense being as strong as ever, the offense being as strong as ever, the best quarterback that Georgia has had. Kirby Smart, good coach, love him. And when you look at the SEC, Alabama, I know Nick Saban is great, but Bryce Young has never started a game. They have a lot of, you know, pieces on offense and defense that they need to replace. And then you look at these other teams, Florida. They lost Kyle Trask. They lost Kyle Pitts. Uh, they lost that uh, guy that the Giants picked as well. to game. They have a lot of pieces that they need to replace as well. Uh, the other teams, Arkansas, I don't really buy them. I think Sam Pittman's doing a doing a great job at Arkansas rebuilding that program, but I just don't really believe in them. LSU, like I said earlier, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, new offensive system, new defensive system, new quarterback, so many new pieces that they have to incorporate. There's just too many newness for my liking. And then when you and then um I'm trying to think of the other team, Kentucky, not a big fan of them, and Mississippi State, Mike Leach. I think they're about two years away. Definitely maybe competing in the SEC. Give me the Georgia Bulldogs. This is Georgia's year to win it all, folks. Oh, Isaiah. If your prediction comes true that I will take you to a steak dinner. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> All right. You know, I, I'll make a bet here. If this happens, which it won't, I will personally buy myself a Keaton Slovis jersey. Whoa, John. That's such a bad prediction. I, I take this seriously. I take football very seriously. Trey, no, this is Texas. We take it seriously. Yeah, so uh, anyways, uh, I'm going to go to Trey next. So, uh, Trey, who is your pick to win the SEC? Hold your horses. Hold it. I actually got Georgia too. Whoa! Georgia, baby. I told you. JT Daniels is a Heisman front trophy. He's one. He's uh, he's going to probably be second runner up or win the Heisman trophy this winter. He can't. Like, Isaiah was right. He can sing it all around the court. He has receivers to get. The majority of their teams returning for back from last year. You're just looking at their schedule. It's an easy. Besides Clemson. That's not even a conference game, but their conference schedule is easy compared to anybody. They don't. The only ranked team they play outside of Clemson is Florida. That's it. That's going to easy schedule for. And Alabama's going to have to go through the likes of number five Texas A&M. They're going to have to go through the likes of uh, Florida. They have to go through the likes of all these other tops, which they can do. But like you said, Bryce Young is a young quarterback. But can Nick Saban? Yeah, we we've seen Jalen Hurts. We've seen. Uh, 
Tua come in and freshmen and perform and do good things. That defense is always going to be stacked. But I just think that Georgia returning a lot of players this year, and Kirby Smart has that thing on his, uh, his monkey on his back. I think this is a year they're not going to do it. He ain't going to do it because he has all the veteran leadership that he needs to overtake Alabama this year. If he doesn't do it, then he's never going to do it ever in his career. So that's why I'm picking the Georgia Bulldogs. I, I just think that they've always been right there. But the thing that's scaring me is they're a little banged up right now, but I just think I, they always lose that one game that they shouldn't lose to, right? They, they always lose that one game that always – like like they had Alabama being the national championship game and they let a third and fourth – Fit forever win game for him so, uh, against Alabama. So this is the year Georgia's going to have to do it. Easy. Well, I mean, no if you time. look at it, Trey. I mean, sorry to cut you off here, but Georgia's always been so close to beating That's Alabama in these championship games, especially in the SEC championship game and also in the uh, college football national championship game. So sorry to cut you off there. So I just wanted to make that point on Georgia. But if it's their year. I will definitely give them all the credit, and I'm definitely going to have to credit Isaiah if his wish comes true. John, who is your pick to win the SEC? Both of you need to go to your job and get a drug test. I cannot believe the atrocity, the bull shard that you could ever spew out of your mouth. I, I want Alabama to lose. Yes. Oh, John, but come to on, say, man. But to say – that Georgia is going to be – Georgia's had Higgin moment after Higgin moment. It doesn't matter if they have their veteran leadership. It doesn't matter if they are smart. Yes, I agree, Trey. They have to do it this year. I mean, years ago, Jake Fromm struggled against the game against Texas, and then after that, he struggled. And last year, yeah, they went for an open. They always seem to be so close every single year. But there's no way they're going to be Alabama. I mean, my Why? gosh. And if Why? you put it on NCAA easy mode, then, yeah, we could have that conversation. But how could you say that or trust it? I mean, Why? Oh my goodness! It's Nick Saban, Alabama. That's all you have to say. There's a they reason lost. why they've been so dominant. Yes, they, they had a lot of cupcake games. I agree with that. But so does Georgia but, this year. There's no way to. But Alabama's never had to go through a rebuild state like they are this year. They lost all the wide receivers. They lost their. Think about how good they are recruiting, though. But it doesn't matter. They can recruit very well, so they can recruit. Like you said, their defense yeah, is usually stacked, so they're good. That's what I'm saying. They're young, though, and that's why I think they'll lose like a couple. They, they might lose a couple games at the beginning against a Texas A&M or someone else who ever play in the conference, where Georgia has all the veterans that they need and they can steamroll through this conference. And Alabama won't make it because they have one or two losses. And uh, to I mean, wasn't too young a couple of years ago too. It's not like he was in college football for three or four years at the time. Yes, it was in a different like circumstance per se, but that was a higher circumstance. So. I mean, as much as I want Nick Saban, Alabama to go 0-12, it's not going to happen because they beat Texas a long time ago. So I don't root for Alabama. But as long as Nick Saban is there and how they recruit, I just can't bet against them. But who knows? But no, I got I, I to pick Alabama here. Oh, John, I'm with you on that. I mean uh, – But it makes, me not- sick to my, it makes me sick to my stomach saying that because I don't like Alabama. All right, folks, let's go to our comment section to see who the viewers are going with to win the SEC conference. Let's start with Casey King. He said, and I agree with him too, Casey, uh, you're you're absolutely right that Alabama will win the SEC. And James Gonzalez said, 
Uh, college football is so easy to predict. And I'm going to say absolutely. If you look at the best conferences in college football, then it's easy to predict who you want to win in those type of – to win those conferences as well. And then James Gonzalez says, Isaiah is capping with that Georgia pick. Do you have anything to say about that, Mr. Leong? Not capping at all, man. Just look what I said and look what Trey said. This is Kirby Smart's best team he's ever fielded at Georgia. If he doesn't win it this year, he is never going to overtake Alabama in the SEC. He has to do it this year. There's no more excuses for him now because he's got the quarterback. Every year before this year, you, you know, you could make an excuse that he does, didn't have the quarterback that could sling it down the field with Jake Fromm, Stenson Bennett, and those other guys. But he now has that quarterback in JT Daniel, that transfer out of USC. So he has to win it this year. All right. And then James Gonzalez also said, uh, everyone bet on the opposite of what Isaiah predicts. Anything you want to add to that, Isaiah? Well... We'll just see at the end of the year when I'm celebrating the Georgia Bulldogs winning the SEC title. Me and Trey will be. We'll be partying. We'll have to see on that. You'll be getting a bunch of uh, the bowl games. You must be sponsored by a Kleenex company because you're going to be crying when you and Trey's pick is wrong. But I see it. I'll say this. If, I, if I'm wrong, I'll buy a Keenan Slovis jersey. But if you're wrong, you have to. I'll buy you a jersey of my choice that you don't like. So and I will wear it on air. Deal. Fair enough. All, and all I'm saying is this is everyone's always picks Alabama number one, but at the same time, this is the this is not the same Alabama team that's been so dominant. They've lost a lot of they've never lost this much skill receipt or skill position players all at once. That's why I think it's gonna take them a little time to gel. And that's why I think that they're yeah, they they, they can win it all. I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if they win it all, but all, all I'm saying is Georgia has to get it done. I think they will this year. I'm not saying that they're going to lose every game. George, Alabama has a tougher schedule than what Georgia has, so I have a hard time believing that because Georgia's got to or Alabama's got to go to at A and M. Me and John know how hard it is to go to A and M and win with mm. 110,000 mm. people. It's, it's very difficult. Yeah, and then they got to play um, LSU, and then they got to go Auburn. That big rod, you can throw records out. Auburn and uh, Alabama are always a tough game. So that's why I just think this is the year. If anyone's going to knock off Alabama, it has to be this year. But it would not be shocking. Uh, I still think that Alabama has a great shot. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying that uh, that uh, Georgia has the best opportunity right now this year to do it. That's all I'm saying. We'll have to wait and see, guys. I mean, uh, we'll get to our Heisman Trophy picks in just a minute. So, uh James Gonzalez also said, I'll donate 80 bucks to the MI6 network if Georgia wins the SEC. And I'm going to say, that could happen, man, but just wait and see. And Casey King also said, uh, Isaiah went Higgins on that pick. Do you want to allude to that comment, Isaiah, to Casey King? Well, I think I've said it multiple times already, and that is just wait until December when Georgia is holding up that SEC trophy. Well, we'll have to find out when we watch the SEC championship game. I'm looking forward to a very good college football season. And then James Gonzalez also said, would be nice to see someone else from Bama win it, though. Like last year, Devontae Smith won the Heisman Trophy, but we could see – we could see another Alabama player win the Heisman Trophy. But 
I'll get to my Heisman Trophy pick in just a minute. You guys will probably know who I'm talking about, who I want to win the Heisman Trophy. And Jonathan Mathis is tuning in, and he also said, hey, guys. And the MI6 sports team also said, I'm te taking Texas A&M. I don't know why. I mean, Jimbo Fisher is a good coach, but look at John and Isaiah's face on, on how – the MI6 network predicted Texas A&M. Is that Stephen Wang that maybe commented on this or something like that? I really hope he's trolling here because I'm about to. I'm about I, to say I bet something. it is. He ain't the only dude. There's some uh, writers that actually picked A&M to win this conference this year. And I will say this: they're they're young at quarterback. Yeah, they lost Kellen Mond last year to the NFL. But if they get that court, but that defense is going to be the hardship of that team this year. That defense is going to, if they can keep them in games and win them a couple games into the season, don't be shocked if the offense starts clicking and then all of a sudden AM's in the top five or top four and then end of the year and they're in the first place in the SEC. Don't be shocked. All right. From the SEC, let's go to the ACC where Trevor Lawrence took his stomping grounds from the Clemson Tigers and all that in just a minute. So let's take a look at the teams who is in the ACC and who, and we're going to pick who is going to win that conference. So we got the Boston College Eagles, the Clemson Tigers, the Duke Blue Devils, the Florida State Seminoles, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, the Louisville Cardinal, where Teddy Bridgewater and Tutu Atwell and Lamar Jackson played, the Miami Hurricanes, the U. NC State, North Carolina Tar Heels, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, the Pittsburgh Panthers, along with the Syracuse Orangemen, the Virginia Cavaliers, Wake Forest, and Virginia Tech. I'm going to go first. I mean, I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win the ACC Conference. It is going to be between, to me, for me, it's going to be between Clemson and Notre Dame. And my pick Dude, to win. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Notre Dame's not in the ACC. Oh, sorry. I... <laughs> the picture was probably like from last year. No. Isaiah. Yeah, Notre Dame was in the conference last year because of COVID. Yeah. They brought them in, but they're they're back to independent. Oh, okay. Uh, my bad. Sorry. So You're good. Anyways. That's all we are. <laughs> okay. I had a brain for the other day too, but we're gonna mess with. Don't worry. A lot of people probably made that mistake too. Yeah, a lot of people made that. I didn't know that Notre Dame moved conferences. I thought they were still in the ACC. So my pick to win in, to win the ACC conference, I'm going to go with the Clemson Tigers. And I think with Trevor Lawrence gone, I think this upcoming quarterback from Clemson is going to be something special. And I think uh, Dabo Sweeney has something on his sleeve. And I think the Clemson Tigers are arguably the best football, best football team in that conference. And I tell you what. Raiders, G, the, the Las Vegas Raiders GM, Mike Mayock, loves drafting players out of that college. And I'm going to go with uh, Isaiah on this one. Who is your pick to win the ACC? Well, when I look at this conference, I mean, I don't really like a lot of these teams. I think this might be like the one of the weakest years in the ACC. The ACC has always been weak, but this might be one of the weakest years because Notre Dame is gone now. So, you look at, like, who can legitimately challenge Clemson? I know Clemson lost Trevor Lawrence. They lost a lot of receivers, running backs. They have to replace a lot of skill position players. But 
they're not going to miss a beat. You know, there's just really nobody in this conference that can challenge them. I mean, look at uh, FSU. They're, they're in a second or they're in second year under Mike Norvell. They're making progress, but I don't think they're at that stage where they can compete yet. Boston College, no. Duke, no. Miami, I mean, are they really back? I mean, everybody's been saying, asking that question for the last like eight to ten years. Um, they haven't shown anything. I mean, their biggest game is this upcoming Saturday against Alabama, so we'll see how they fare. Uh, Georgia Tech, no. Uh, NC State, not a big fan. I mean, I think the only team that maybe could have to could come close to Clemson in the ACC would be North Carolina because Mac Brown is doing a great job with that program. And they do have Sam Howe, who um, I believe Rudy, in his comment, he's, he picked him to be the Heisman Trophy winner. There's a lot of preseason predictions of him being your Heisman Trophy winner for this season. So I'm going to go with Clemson because I just don't think there's anybody outside of maybe North Carolina that could legitimately challenge Clemson, even though Clemson's going through a mini rebuild, having to you know replace their quarterback, running back, wide receiver, offensive line, and a lot of defensive players as well. Yeah, I mean, Clemson has a lot of good football players that are in the NFL right now, like Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne. Shaq Lawson, the best defensive end right now. So John is just uh, out right now. So let's go to Trey on this one. So Trey, who's your pick to win the ACC? Oh, this is easy, Clemson. I mean, ACC is always down. Uh, North Carolina, they're always ranked high, but they always have one or two games that they slip up. And Matt Brown's, in, uh, yeah, he's turned that program around, but he's going to have one or two games they're going to slip. And I think that uh, Dabo Sweeney and company is just one of the best coaching staff behind Nick Saban, uh, probably right there with Nick Saban and his coaching staff, if you really want to get down to it. Uh, he's one of the best recruiters out there there in the land. The quarterback class is going to be it's, – it's young, but you don't have Trevor Lawrence, but I still think that – they're not young, but they have that backup quarterback, and I just think that it's going to – they have they get past Georgia, then they get – an easy slate of games all the way through the ACC till the ACC championship game. But North Carolina, if they can hold on, they can give them a big, uh, tougher game in the ACC championship game. But I just don't see how anyone can overtake Clemson in that defense and anything. I, I, Clemson's just too good. And then this is why they want to join the SEC or join major conferences because the ACC is just no – it's a basketball conference. It ain't a football conference. And Clemson's by and far the dominant conference. And But uh, – yeah, I mean, Sam Howell, he's probably one of the best quarter, probably top two quarterbacks in the nation, maybe top probably the best quarterback in the nation, depends. But I think that he's going to slip up one game or two, and I just think that Clemson's going to – their defense is way too much, and I think that they're going to overtake, and their schedules is way too easy. Uh, although they do – Syracuse always gives them hell for some reason. I don't know why Syracuse always gives them hell, but Syracuse, if they, if they can get past Syracuse, then, yeah, they, they should easily win this ACC. Absolutely. I mean, Syracuse, if you look at it, Syracuse is more of a basketball school than football. That's for sure. So but while we wait for John to come back, let's go to our comment section. So Rudy Compost Jr., we're not going to talk about Heisman trophies just yet. So he does pick Sam Howell from North Carolina to win the ACC. And Casey King also is saying that now, that's a Higgins pick. I'm going with Texas A&M. And Rudy was saying LOL. And Casey King's pick to win the ACC is he's going with Clemson. And James Gonzalez just did Clemson yawn. And the MI6 Sports Network said 
And this is a question, I think. This is from Justin from Mount Dew Bozeman. Asked, is Georgia and Clemson an elimination game for the college football playoff? I'm going to say if they meet in the college football playoff, I think that's probably probably the the game to watch if it's two versus three. Isaiah, can you allude to that? Yeah, well, actually, low roll. the reason why um, whoever's backstage at the MI6 Sports Network is writing that in is because they're actually meeting this Saturday, Clemson versus Georgia. Uh, it's a Saturday primetime showdown on ABC. Uh, I believe Georgia's number – sorry, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Georgia's number five and Clemson's number three or two. They're uh, three. So it's a top five matchup, one of the – juiciest matchups uh in the early season you know i'm gonna say probably no because i think even if georgia loses this game like if they get blown out which i doubt they will but if they get blown out then i think then that then it's gonna be a major hit on the resume but if they like if like let's say they lose by like three or seven points uh no way it's not going to be an elimination game. It's going to be viewed as that Clemson Notre Dame game from back uh, last October when they went like double overtime and it was a crazy, crazy game. It's going to be kind of viewed like that game uh, because if Georgia loses or even Clemson loses, they they can still win out, win their conference, and get into their co uh, the college football playoff. So this is not a elimination game, but if it's a blowout goal, then it might be a different story. Um, All right, so I'm going to go to John on this one. So, John, take the floor on who's your pick to win the ACC. The NFC East is a garbage division. It could be one team. I think it's similar to the ACC in terms of there's maybe one team, and that's it. There's not a lot of competition. I think for anybody at this point, there shouldn't be no question. It's Clemson. I mean, just look at all these teams of the division. I mean, my goodness, this, this division's been weak just like this East for a very long time, but that should be easy. It's it's Clemson, hands down. And Trey, uh, and Trey, uh, did you say who you wanted to win this? Uh, so, Trey, I uh, wanted to get to you on this one. What is your thoughts on Georgia Clemson? Is that an elimination game for college, the college football uh, playoff? If they, these teams were to meet, I don't think so because I think it, it, say Georgia loses by three to ten points, they win their SEC, they're they're going to the playoffs. If Clemson loses by three or ten or whatever, and they win their and they win out and they look phenomenal doing it, then yeah, they're going to get in the chance. I think no matter, and that's the thing about college football um, is is that you play all these hard teams. For, like if you lose early in the year, we forget about it later. Like it's better than losing later in the year. So like if Alabama would lose in the seventh week, they're going to hold that against Alabama than what Clemson losing in the first week. You get what I'm saying? So people forget about the earlier weeks because they, because they, they can improve on that loss where we lose later then that loss is more dramatic to your team than anything. But I don't think this is an elimination game by any stretch of imagination. I think uh, now if they, if one of these teams do lose by like 42, 35, 28 points, then yes, it's an elimination game. That team, that, then that means that team is probably not even going to be making it. They're probably going to lose another game uh, within that season anyway because they're not that great anyway. But I just think going back to like the year last year where Clemson and Notre Dame played each other, that game without Trevor Lawrence. If Trevor Lawrence was playing that game in the Notre Dame game in the first game, 
Clemson would have won that game and Notre Dame would have been in the playoffs. So that was a totally different scenario. So Notre Dame got lucky with that second loss that they beat Clemson, but everyone knew that Clemson was going to beat them in the in the championship game at the ACC. But if the game, I'm with Isaiah, if it's really close, like with, I would say even within 17 points, it just depends on how the game's played. And if someone gets hurt, if someone doesn't get hurt, whatever. but if someone loses by 24, 40 to 48 points, then yeah, it's, 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 it's an elimination game. But I think both these teams are still going to be in the stride at the end of the year to be in the uh, conference championship and in the uh, 14 playoff. All right. So John, I'm going to go to you on this one next. Is Georgia Clemson an elimination game for the college football playoff? They're a hundred percent right. I it like like it, like I said, it's like a forty-two to ten. Yes, but we kind of to a certain extent, Trey Isaiah and uh, lower here that the college football playoff committee is very biased towards a couple of teams in college football. So if Georgia like loses by like five, ten, maybe fifteen points, they won't really necessarily hold it against them. Now, if it was another team in college football, they probably would hold it one hundred percent against them but if it's a blow yeah i think it could be a elimination game but knowing if it's georgia they lose by 10 or 12 yeah they definitely put it into more consideration of bringing to the playoffs because we know how the college football playoff committee like certain teams more than other teams in different conferences now i will say this i think i, I do think that uh a loss like uh, you're just comparing apples and oranges here if georgia loses it's not going to hurt them as much as what clemson i think if Clemson loses, they're going to have to go out and beat these teams handily, like by 30 each week, where Clemson can skate by and by like win a couple games close because because they're playing a, a tougher a conference. Now, if Clemson goes out and loses, and they're only winning barely by three points, 10 points to these uh, crappy uh, ACC teams, then yeah, that's going to hold it against them. But I, I don't think I don't see that happening. I think that uh, Clemson is going to blow out everyone in the ACC. Besides Syracuse, I don't know. Syracuse, they always give them a tough game. I don't know why, but I think that they'll – I think if you want to give me a pick, then, yeah, I would say that Georgia, uh, it's more it's more of a bigger game for Clemson than it is Georgia. All right, folks. So now let's go on to the Big 12 Conference. So let's show you uh, the teams in the Big 12 Conference before we make our picks. I'll break that down for you. Uh we got uh, the Baylor, Baylor, Iowa State. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, here we go. So we got Illinois, the Indiana Hoosiers, the Iowa Hawkeyes, and we got the Baylor Bears, Iowa State, Kansas Jayhawks, Kansas State, Oklahoma, Ohio State, or Oklahoma State, I beg your pardon, with TCU and the Texas Longhorns. And Texas Tech and West Virginia in the Big 12 Conference. We'll go to the big in just a minute here. So uh, my pick to win the Big 12 Conference is easy. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about this. I'm going to go with the Oklahoma Sooners. So anyways, uh, I picked the Oklahoma Sooners. I think Spencer Rattler is going to have a great year. I'll tell you why in a, in a little bit. And uh, I think that Spencer Rattler is, uh, is definitely – if you look at it, I think he is going to be – he's going to come down to being one of the greatest Oklahoma quarterbacks along with whoa. Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, and Baker Mayfield. Whoa, 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 so, whoa, 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 whoa. I just want to make sure – did I just hear that right, that he could be in a conversation with like Murray, Baker, and all of his old time? 
Well, I will give him this. Spencer Rattler is going to be playing longer than those two guys, right? Yes, uh, Colin Murray was only there for one year. Baker Mayfield was only there for two years. Uh, and Jalen Hurts was only there for one year. So Spencer Rattler is basically a redshirt junior uh, sophomore. He's a redshirt sophomore this year. So he, he could actually stay for – but I think he's going to be gone after this year. But he if he stays longer, he has he's, he'll be able to play more games. And so I can kind of get where he's going with that. You're not wrong, but I can't. Saying go OU, I really want to make myself throw up. All right. So, Isaiah, who is your pick to win the, the Big 12 Conference? Well, I think this is quite easy. Um, when I look at these teams in the Big 12, you know, uh, Oklahoma, they got a great offense, great coach, Lincoln Riley, great quarterback, and Spencer Rattler. Don't know about their defense, though, because that's the one thing that's always holding them back. It's that defense. Every time Oklahoma loses, why? It's because of that defense. Um, and then you look at Texas, Sarkeesian's got them in a rebuild. Iowa State, you know, they were – I believe they won the regular season title, but then they lost in the championship game to Oklahoma in a really close nail-biting game. It was an epic game. Um, and they have, you know, Brock Purdy coming back. Uh, the Most of their starters on defense is coming back. Brees Hall, uh, who's a dynamic running back for Iowa State, he's coming back as well. You know, I'm going to go with Iowa State. Give me the Cyclones to win the Big 12 for the first time over Oklahoma. And here's why I say that. It's because when I look at Oklahoma's schedule, you know how every time for some weird reason, Clemson has this screw. Like they always have this, you know, game where they just have this hiccup against Syracuse. That's the same thing with Oklahoma against Kansas State. Kansas State has beaten Oklahoma the past two seasons. They beat them, I believe, in the season opener last year. They beat them in 2019. And this time it's at Kansas State as well. So I think Oklahoma loses that game in mid-October to Kansas State. I just like what Matt Campbell is building at Iowa State. I like their quarterback, Brock Purdy. Um you know, they have a great offensive line. The running back, Bruce Hall, he was dynamic last season. He was actually uh, in the conversation for the Heisman, believe it or not, with his play. Then they have that tight end, uh, Collar. He's a guy that's good over the middle, catching balls. The defense going to be much better this year. Give me Iowa State because I think Oklahoma is going to choke. I don't believe in Texas. Iowa State has the most returning players out of all the teams in the Big 12. And they were so close to winning it all last season in the Big 12. I think they take that step up and win it this season. Maybe that's the case there. That's for sure, folks. So, uh, Isaiah, I mean, you might be right about this. So I'm going to go to John next. This is your conference, the Big 12 conference. I know you might say that Texas Longhorns might win the, uh, the Big 12. So who's your pick to win the Big 12? It's not as I will be a Longhorns fan for life. I haven't been able to trust any of the quarterbacks we've really had since Colt McCoy 10 years ago. The OU in Texas game last year drove me nuts. I was in the truck with my dad because he's a truck driver, and uh, I was jumping up and down the back of the truck, and my dad was screaming, like, why is this truck rambling back and forth? Because that game was four to five overtimes. Uh, we have a first year, I don't know if he's a first year or second year, quarterback in college football, but they just named their starter a couple of days ago. 
UT has struggled tremendously. I'm not gonna be one like when I say they're back, I'm saying in terms of like I want them to be. I believe they could, but again, you same organization that hired Charlie Strong. You're the same organization that hired uh, the coach you just had just now. That I had a 20 minute rant back in December why he should be fired. That's also on the MS6 YouTube page on the night shift with Isaiah and Tom and myself. I just don't trust Steve right now. But Steve, I am watching you. If you make any tiny, terrible thing, I will be on social media. I will be make sure to do my best to get to a game. I promise you, I will get my sign that says, hey, Steve, exclamation point, exclamation point, to get your attention. Now, I'm going to have this. This makes me sick to my stomach. But oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to pick Oklahoma because oh, here's the thing. Here's the problem. I love. I will not root for them. I hope they lose every single game. I'm a UT fan for life and always will be. It's just the biggest thing that has been one of the huge issues, and I hope they don't adopt it with their new quarterback. Is that when they play very well, they play very well from behind. When you start coming back and making these comebacks, that's not how you win a national championship. And how they did it with Sam Ellinger is not necessarily like, – Sam Ellinger was very good, but that's not – Sam Ellinger wasn't going to win the national championship. I think Milan points would do good. I think there's maybe a chance they could do a lot better. Maybe in, in two or three years once uh, Sarkeesian does his thing, they can maybe make the call for the whole playoffs in two or three years. But for now, I just as much as I hate OU, Spencer Rattler is a very special player. And I say, no, he's not – he is much better than Kings Lovis. Thank you for that. Not him having more experience in college football. That's definitely going to help him now. But I love my Longhorns. I just – I don't know what is wrong with the organization. Trey, you have kids. You teach him discipline. Well, apparently, up until this point, the Texas defense, given besides 2019, where they most of their guys are out, there has been a huge lack of discipline on their defense in, when it comes in terms of tackling. They can't tackle a, a sack of melted butter to save their life. And that's really going to be the issue this year in crunch time when they're behind. Texas said, again, I love my team. I always will cheer for them, but they seem to choke. They've been a team that has choked for many, many years now. This is also the same organization that had David Ash for a short time master quarterback. Another guy named Tyron Soups. I can't remember. That was a tight end in the NFL for a short time. They went five and seven, five and seven. So I'm going to have to pick OU for now. I'm a Texas fan for life. I just, with the new head coach, I'm not really too sure how it's going to work, especially with a first-year quarterback. It was also the same organization that had Sam Michelle for a certain time. He was a turnover machine and then transferred to SMU. I'm not sure if he, he – I don't know if he graduated or not. But I love my Longhorns. I think they can do very well this season. I think they can do very well. But until they have the better discipline on defense and really change how the offense is run, I don't know how I can pick them right now. They're getting anything to change. Anything can change too, John. That's for sure. So, uh, anyways, uh, Isaiah, you got something? You got a comment here to say something here? Yeah. First of all, John, I want you to say the whole word of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I already said Oklahoma, but I don't know what you. Bravo! Big step. Yes, John. There you go. Now, Out of the way, man. This is the thing. I'm not going to be like a cold football or NFL fan just because that I love my team doesn't mean I'm going to say they're going to win it every single year. I'm not a Cowboys fan. We're going to win it this year. We're going for the Super Bowl. As much as I want them to succeed, I have to be realistic and to tell them to take the steps that they need to take. 
Now, will they take him? I don't know. But Steve, I'll be writing your every single butt. I will watch every single play to the dot. I hyped up Tom Herman. I hyped him up. And then he did dog doo-doo. Charlie Strong B.O.U. the same amount of times he did. Tom Herman talked about discipline. That didn't work. So I'm really looking this time is that we have to have discipline on and off the field. And Texas has really, there's yes, discipline on offense, defense, but especially as guys off and off the field. There hasn't been any discipline. And I'm really going to have to see that from this year. I think they'll do well, but Steve, I'm watching every single move and be watching you. If you do, if you do terrible next year or two, I will get that petition to get everybody to sign for you to be fired because I take my Texas football very seriously. Dan Trey, uh, who's your pick to win the uh, the Big Twelve Conference? Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. It's a toss up, man. It's a three team toss up for me. John, you made some really great points. I'm with you. I'm a Longhorn guy. I I, I hate OU. I can't. I, can't I, I love UT though. But I love I'm not UT. Kidding. But I love this Steve Sarkeesian. You see what he did in Washington? Or UC, uh, Washington. You saw what he did at UC, USC until he got that drunk. And then you saw what he did in the NFL. And then you saw what he did with Alabama. Bringing an SEC guy to Texas, I think that's what Texas needs. He's not going to listen to the boosters. He's not going to listen. He's going to bring discipline to this team. Now, my problem with where UT is, is they're starting a freshman quarterback. Exactly. New quarterback. And, and then But the coach. if they're getting one key player on that offensive side of the ball is BJ. Right okay. Robinson, baby, that guy can run the ball. He can carry that offensive team. Now the defense comes up, they can carry this Longhorn offense for a while, and hopefully the quarterback comes to fruition and he can and catch on, and we start getting hot. My pick, I I think I think Isaiah's right. Oklahoma's going to squander. I think Iowa State brings a lot of people back. I think it's going to be Iowa State in Texas in the Big 12 championship. Here's the thing. Well, well, let me finish. The only reason I'm saying is because, like you said, they always lose to that Kansas State team, right? They all No, I think it's Iowa State they actually lose to, not Kansas State. Like one of those two. I can't remember which one it is. I think it's Kansas State. Anyway, they lose to an opponent. Yeah. Now, the big – I think Texas is going to beat Oklahoma in the – Red River rivalry. So that's going to eliminate, and that's going to eliminate Oklahoma. And there you go. Iowa State and Texas. And I think Texas pulls it out. And I think Texas is going to be your Big 12 champions before they go to the SEC next year. That's my prediction. That, that's what I think. And yes, everyone's saying, talking about 2025, Oklahoma and Texas are going to the SEC next year. They're yeah, they can afford it. Yeah, they're not going yeah, to wait. They're not going to wait. That's stupid to wait. Texas is going to – Everyone's they're hearing this squander. Oklahoma, Oklahoma's going to carry this team. Texas is the whatever, whatever. Texas is going to do it this year. I have full confidence in Steve Tarkeesium. I know what you're saying about Charlie Strong. I wasn't a big fan of Tom Herman. I, I He did good at Houston, but he, he only had to play one good Oklahoma team in at the bowl game where he had three weeks. And out. we barely beat oh, OU that one year with Murray, and we almost won, lost that game because that Murray 30-45 right. And Dicker, the kicker, came with the last game. Right. So I do think that this is the – I know it's a Texas fan in me, and I want Texas to be back. I'm not one I, – I just 
I just have a feeling in my gut that's what I'm going with. I think Texas is going to win the Big 12 this year. Here's the thing, though, like, and I, yeah. Yeah, I don't need that made me very happy, but it's like the offense that I've seen this before for many years is that the offense would get down the field. They're about to get a touchdown. They unfortunately don't get it, but they had a lot of good momentum. And then the defense, for some reason, in big, crucial Big 12 games in the Jones just doesn't isn't able to keep up that one. Yeah, but that's really yeah, what I'm concerned about. Yeah, but since it's the same head coach, Tom Herman wanted to be these guys' pals and best friends, right? Like, uh, which is contradicting because didn't he also say he wanted to instill discipline? He said that just for for um, he just said that for media publicity and make everyone yeah. Longhorn teams happy. But if you watch Tom Herman, he was just more of a player. He really didn't get anyone's face. He didn't yell at anybody. Steve Sharkey ain't going to put up with any bull crap. He, he's going to tell you, he's going to pull you off the field. You're not hustling. He's going to Thank tell you. you what you're doing wrong. I, I, I've seen it at Alabama. I've seen it at Washington. I've seen it with the Atlanta Falcons. I, I'm promising you this. Steve Sharkey is going to turn Texas around, and I'm hoping it's quicker than later. You know what? I'm going to change that pick and say Texas just because I hate you. I mean, oh, I, oh. because you, you, and Trey, you made a lot of like, I, I know it's me. Oh, it's just my picks, but I'm gonna even if the end if I'm wrong, I'm gonna pick Texas just because I'm biased. That's I, I can I can never do OU. I can never. I do just uh, I just when you when your first game is the 06 Rose Bowl, you're just in love with the Texas Longhorns for life. Now but it's yeah. I, I will say this: this game against uh, University of Louisiana Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns. That's no joke game. That's not a pushover. They're ranked number 23 in the nation. It's going to tell a lot what's going to uh, – Texas. then Texas got to go to Arkansas the following week in SEC school and see what they're going to do. So they have a couple of tough games there before the conference starts that they, they're going to have to go right off and prove themselves right away. Where This is where I think Oklahoma is going to struggle. The game against Tulane, they, they canceled it because of the hurricane. So they're getting another extra week where they're not going to be in game shape. And I think they're going to – I don't know. I, I've seen a lot of good things in Spencer Rattler. I really have. Uh, do I trust him enough? Or do I see where – like, I'm sorry. I just don't think he's better than Kyle Murray or Baker Mayfield. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. I know a lot of people disagree with me, but I, I, he makes a lot of good throws, but he also makes a lot of stupid throws as well too. So Exactly. So that, that that's where I'm kind of like – I don't know. And then, like Isaiah said, their de- the defense was better last year. Their defense, but they still gave up a lot of points. Well, the whole Big 12 gets up a lot of points. Where Texas, on the other hand, actually plays a little bit better defense than all other uh, Big 12 schools. And so that's why I'm saying that defense carries his team for a little increased turnover, where I think this is where Steve Sharkin, the new defensive coordinator, is going to come into play. I think that Texas has a legitimate shot of upsetting and surprising a lot of people. And I still I still think Iowa State's probably the top dog in the Big 12, but I would not be shocked if Texas comes out and wins the Big 12 championship. And I want to ask Isaiah, who do you have Iowa State beating in the Big 12? Oklahoma in the championship game? Yeah, I got them beating Oklahoma because I just think that Oklahoma will lose to Kansas State like they always do, and then they'll bounce back, they'll run the table, and then they'll meet Iowa State in the uh, Big 12 championship game. And I got Iowa State getting that revenge against Oklahoma for what happened last year in the uh, Big 12 championship game. That could definitely happen, guys. So let's go back to our comment section. So let's start with James Gonzalez. He picks Oklahoma to win the Big 12 conference. And – he also said something to me. He said, Lolo with the bold bold. When I was talking about Spencer Rattler being one of the group, because I had a bold prediction on Spencer Rattler. And I think Spencer Rattler is going to be one of the greatest, one of the best Oklahoma quarterbacks, along with Baker Mayfield, 
along with Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray. I think Spencer Rattler is no doubt in my mind. He's he's definitely going to be NFL ready by the time he enters the pros by next season. And then the chair by James Gonzalez says, uh, big cap by Isaiah. And then the MI6 Sports Network said, I can't wait to hear John say Oklahoma. This is the first time in my 60s where I take my pick back and I'm picking Texas no matter what. I cannot truly – it is a football stand for me ever to even think about that. I am never going to root for OU. I hope to lose every single game. It is a football stand for me to root for OU to win a single game in any way, shape, he put a Lucy on Charlie Brown. Hey, you 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 can't give me any you can't give me any flack for that because you you have switched your picks more times than I've done classes at community college. So I don't want to hear oh he switched his pick. Yes, I did. I'll admit that. But I'm picking Texas because I'm a Texas fan for life, and I'm not going to wear another team's jersey or shirt ever on air. Or off air, I would get all those OU jerseys, burn them, put them in a trash can. Here's a dumpster. I'm not wearing any other jersey besides you. All right. So, anyways, uh, Isaiah Leong, or we're gonna go to uh, his comment on here, and he said to Callan McClurg, we're gonna get to his comment in just a minute. Glory, glory to old Georgia. <laughs> That's what he said here. And then Callan McClurg also said he's tuning in right now. He said, then again, do we remember Hurts with Oklahoma? He'll always be remembered for playing with Alabama. So, anyways, we're going to get to that in just a minute here. We're, Anyways, Bryce Young, the, Jets, uh, the next Joe Montana, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, I got to see him play in Alabama and see what the game's no, are. No, no, there's no way. That is absolutely delusional. And then Justin Bozeman also said Oregon State will win it all. I'm like, not really. We'll, no. have to, no. we'll have to find out. Pretty, I don't think that's going to happen. So from the Big 12, we are going to go to our next conference. We're going to go to the Big 10 conference. So let's take a look at the teams. So we got Illinois with the Indiana Hoosiers, with the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes along with the Maryland Terrapins, the Michigan Wolverines, and the Michigan State Spartans, and the Minnesota Wildcats, along with the Wisconsin Badgers, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, the Purdue Boilermakers, the Penn State Nittany Owls, the Ohio State Buckeyes, the Northwestern, and Nebraska. So I'm going to go first on who I think is going to win the Big 12. Ooh, this one for me is a toss-up because Ohio State's good. But I think Michigan is always there. They always get off to a great start, but they always do bad against ranked teams. But you might rip on me for this, but I'm going to say my pick to win the Big 12 Conference, I'm going with Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines because I feel like that this team is ready to beat Ohio State. And I think Jim Harbaugh is ready to beat Ohio State. He is due for that. Although I like Ryan Day in Ohio State, I mean, 
I think Ohio State is a great football program, but I just think that the Michigan Wolverines, they're doing it in the college. And I've also said that Michigan just needs to get in the top four, which I think they're very capable of doing. So, uh, Isaiah, I'm going to go with you on this one. Who is your pick to win the Big 12 Conference? I absolutely dreaded this segment because you guys know I'm a Niners fan. Jim Harbaugh was my coach, so I root for Michigan. But mm, I'm watching. I'm watching. I absolutely hate Ohio State to the core because I got a guy, one of my best friends, Stephen Wang, who is the co-founder of this network. He is an Ohio State alum, and he gives me crap all the time about Ohio State this and that and this and that. And every year, no matter if I'm super delusional or whatever, I always pick against Ohio State. I know Ohio State has the talent. You know, they got a bunch of wide receivers coming back, quarterback, new quarterback, but Ryan Day is a quarterback guru. Defense will probably be back to what it was. Michigan State, eh, I don't like their offensive style. Uh, Iowa, they're eh, not a big fan. Nebraska, Trey, I think you probably will agree with me, Scott Frost. I don't think he's even going to make it to the end of the year before he's getting fired. Um, Wisconsin, uh, they – I just don't like their offensive style. You know what? I'm going to agree with Lauro. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh will win the Big Ten for the first time in Harbaugh's tenure. Harbaugh's going to save his job. He's going to beat Ohio State. He's going to go into Camp Randall and beat Wisconsin on October 2nd. He's going to go into Penn State, beat Penn State, Cade McNamara. I think, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Cade McNamara. I like this kid. He's mobile. He's got a good arm. He can sling it down the field. The defense is going to be better because they brought in the defensive line coach from the Ravens who runs a great defense, and he he knows what great defense is all about. This is the year that Michigan will dethrone Ohio State and win the Big Ten. I definitely agree with you on that just because I – I, I think that Michigan had good players coming into the NFL, like Chase Winovich, Josh Uche. I wonder who that quarterback's going to be. That, that's going to carry the Michigan Wolverines to the promised land. So, uh, John has kind of a weird uh, reaction to this. So, uh, Trey, who is your pick to win the Big 12 Conference? Big 10. Y'all are delusional. Y'all are smoking some sort of weed that I don't even know what's illegal here in the state. I don't know what's going on. It's even illegal in uh, other countries. Too, so. What is Jim Harbaugh's record against Ohio State? 0-5? Look, Trey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something to you right here. I really think that Jim Harbaugh will finally beat Ohio State in his tenure as the head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. I have said it all along ever since Urban no. Meyer left the program at Ohio State. And he got killed by Ryan Day, and he was too chicken to play in last year. Okay, gotcha. But we're going to turn around this year when Ohio State has everyone returning except for their quarterback. Okay, that, that's great. 
Uh, that defense is going to swallow up Michigan. There's a reason Ohio State's ranked number four. There's a, just get the ball to Master T. The guy doesn't even have to throw. They have Chris Alouve. They have wide receivers for go everywhere on that field. Master T will run around all over Michigan. The, this conference is no joke. I just think Ohio State's a bigger, better team, and I think that they're the best team in the Big Ten. And they, until they prove it, someone proves me wrong, that someone's got to prove me wrong. But Ohio State's way, way, way better than Michigan. This, this is going to be no different for Michigan this year. And Jim Harbaugh is going to be fired after this year if he doesn't beat Michigan State or Ohio State. There's no way that Jim Harbaugh would beat John Day this year in at Ohio state. And I think that Ohio state's going to beat them pretty handily. And I think that Ohio state's going to actually going to be one of the best top four teams when all it comes said and done. I don't care who the quarterback is. Ryan day is a masterful offensive mind genius. Uh, you got to be kidding me, Isaiah. Get uh, dude. Can you kick Isaiah off this dude? COVID even Wang gave me that hat. Shout out to him. Okay. I don't care. We don't even use the word Michigan here at Ohio State. Ohio State's actually one of my second favorite teams of all. So I, Ohio State's the best, one of the best, better teams I've seen. I think they have all the skill players returning. I think Ohio State's just going to – it's Ohio State. I don't see how y'all picking Michigan when Michigan's not even ranked in the top 25. Let wow. me make this very abundantly clear. It is the Ohio State not Michigan, not Daniels. Daniels is not going to be able to snap his fingers and change his and be able to experience. There is no way on this planet. I would be willing to bet my car that there is no way Michigan is being. First of all, history repeats itself in college football in the NFL. But here's the fact of the fact: the fact if John Harbaugh, Harbaugh up until this point hasn't been able to beat Ohio State, it's not like magically all. Sudden, something is gonna change. This isn't Loki. This isn't what if or anything can happen. There is no football universe, and y'all sound delusional. Not argue, you sound very delusional thinking that when's the, the last time Michigan was relevant? Guess who won the Heisman Trophy? Charles Woodson, the only defensive player of all time to win the Heisman Trophy. You know, back in the 90s. Oh, even when Tom Brady was on that team, too. That was back in the 90s. I mean, Blockbuster was relevant. Who thinks of Blockbuster in the last 10, 15 years? Just like Michigan. I know Texas hasn't been relevant either, but that's not the point. To think that Michigan can beat Ohio State. You know what I'll do? If somehow this happens, because I take football very seriously as y'all know. If somehow this, which it wouldn't, because this is the same thing as they've been saying for four or five years, and it hasn't happened. And it's not going to happen. Uh, Isaiah, you can pick whatever Michigan jersey you want. You can buy it for me. Send it to my address. I will send you my address. And I will wear it on air all season when we talk call football. But the fact of the matter is it's not going to happen. Since it won't happen, it won't. Isaiah, when you lose, I will pick a jersey from Texas or a team you don't like and buy it for you. Vice versa. There is no way Michigan is being Ohio State. You could, maybe you could put working mode. On NCAA. Like Rob Parker says, no way, no how this is going to happen. John, I oh, want to up that ante John? real quick, John. I want to um, uh, up that ante. Uh, square three, Mr. Leung, can you tell me who hit their 36th home run of the Major League Baseball season tonight in Phoenix, Arizona? Fernando Tatis Jr., congrats. Hey, and, hey, and, and what is – Loro, hang on a second. And Isaiah, what is he again, by the way? What has the national media said about him in the past? Who's on the cover of the Fantasy game this year? Say that again, Mr. Leung. I didn't hear you. The face of baseball. Say it again. 
the face of baseball. Thank you. Have a good night, Jeff. Callan, uh, I thought I don't know why Callan came on here. So uh, we're just talking about Michigan winning it. So John, you got Ohio State or you got the Ohio State, State, State. All right, the Ohio State. This fifty-year-old baby says the Ohio State too. All right. So, anyways, uh, let's go to our comment section. So let's go with Casey King. He said. Uh, he said something here. He said, uh, Jim Harbaugh will not beat Ohio State. Needs to fire Har needs to uh Michigan needs to fire Harbaugh. And I'm gonna start off with this comment. I'm like, look, I feel like that this is his year to beat Ohio State. If it's not, it's not. I mean, don't fire Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh's done everything he can to turn around that program. So, anyways. I don't know why John left, so that's why I wanted to get to Casey King's comment. He also – Because you should have been fired two years ago. There's no reason why. And if he was the guy supposedly, you know, why did they give him a one-year privy deal? That doesn't scream, we believe in you. You're going to win the division. You're not going to be Ohio State. You're not going to make the playoffs this year. You're going to be overrated just like Isaiah's team every single year. And you know what? I'll even bring on Dean with Dan. We'll talk before the show. And see what a couple of other people that know what they think about that crazy pick. Because there's no way Michigan, 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 their season, you might as well put their season in the toilet because they're getting flushed and they're gonna lose against Ohio State yet again. The last time they what's the last time Trey and they beat Ohio State? Well, that's a long time ago. I mean Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. I risked my case, Your Honor. Case closed. All right, and then Casey King also said he's he agrees with John's point is that Jim Harbaugh's turning out to being an overrated coach. I don't think he's overrated. Jim Harbaugh is a fiery coach. He's so intense and always passionate about coaching. Passionate doesn't mean diddly squat if you can't win a football game against a big divisional opponent. Passion means nothing if you can't win a game. No, 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 no. I, don't, I want Trey and Isaiah to lower. I think you need to get a pen and a piece of paper because I don't think – we're really understanding. Again, we're disagreeing. It's not a big deal. But how can you say he's a good head coach? Passion. Okay, I have the passion of Andrew too. But you don't see me being the GM for the Denver Broncos because I don't know what it's like to be a GM. It's much harder than I think. Passion it doesn't win games if you don't have John, John, listen. Listen, listen man. There, there is no tip you're going to tell me that Michigan Jim is going to Harbaugh gonna... is loud. He's emotional. So, so, he's is, emotional so, is, so is Tom Herman. Do they win the Big 12? Well, Tom Herman is in here. Exactly. So any coach can be passionate, and it's so much Charlie Strong. They said we're going to steamroll everybody in 2014. Correct. Five and seven. Five and seven. Five and seven. And around that same time, you had David Ash as your quarterback. Is David Ash in the NFL right now? He wasn't. He didn't make it to the free agency list. Not in Madden. Not in Madden 14. Not in Madden 25, 16, 17, 18. None of the matters. Passion means nothing. I can't be passionate about football, and I love football. It doesn't mean that Fox Sports is going to come in and go, hey, once you do your show on doesn't mean I'm going to be GM of the Denver Broncos. doesn't mean I'm going to work for the Texas Broncos or for any other NFL team. Passion doesn't win games if you don't have the skill. Harbaugh, Michigan, it doesn't have the skill. You should have stick to the NFL. All right, folks. Our next conference we're going to talk about next is the Mountain West. So let's go over the teams before we make our prediction. So we got Air Force, the Boise State Broncos. We got uh, 
We got the Fresno. Uh, we have the Fresno State Bulldogs. We got the. Uh, we got the uh, Hawaii University of Hawaii. We got Colorado State Rams, and then we got Nevada State, and then we got the San Diego State Aztecs. We got the uh, Lobos, and we also got uh, UNLV, Utah State, and Appalachian State. So, folks, I'm going to go first with who I think is going to win the Mountain West Conference. I'm going to go with Boise State to win it. I think they've always been a good football school, and I think them and San Diego State could definitely challenge the Mountain West Conference. So, Isaiah, you might know this conference pretty well. I also like Fresno State in that in the conversation as well. So, what do you? Who do you think is going to win the Mountain West Conference? Fresno State looked really good against UConn, I believe, in Week Zero. Um, San Jose State they throttled Southern Utah. Trey, I know we're not supposed to take like any stock into these teams in these Week Zero games, but I'm just UConn. going on the thing that I say you didn't fear Ohio State. Um, Hawaii looked like looked terrible. I mean, their offense horrible. Defense. I mean, Todd Graham is supposed to be this defensive genius. The defense gave up forty four points. They were terrible last season as well. I think Todd Graham should be fired after this season. Um, but I don't think Hawaii is going to compete at all in the Mountain West. Um, I think it's Boise State. I think Boise State is the top dog in the. Mountain West Conference. San Jose State last year won the Mountain West Conference, and they did look good. I think it's going to be between Boise, San Jose, and Fresno, and maybe Nevada because they have this quarterback, this kid, uh, Strong, who many are projecting to be in the first round of next year's draft. It could turn out to be you know, another Jordan Love of the NFL draft, so we'll see. But I think it's going to be between Boise, San Jose, and Fresno uh, for this conference, and I just think Boise takes it because this has been Boise's conference for the last like six, seven years, besides last year, and they're always in the conference championship game. So you might as well just name this conference Boise State until someone uh, is able to overthrow the Broncos. All right. So, anyways, uh, let's go to Trey on this one. Who is your pick to win the Mountain West? I don't know why we're talking about this. <laughs> Boise State, I mean, they get a yeah. They have a first year head coach, but they led the league in, in, uh, in the, the conference in points per game last year. They returned a majority of their starters. They come in with two quarterbacks. So if one quarterback goes down, one quarterback's not playing well. They can put the backup in. They're going to win. San Jose State, yeah, they're good. Nice little story, but it's a Boise State. It's a blue turf. It's the Broncos. It's Idaho. Idaho. It's potatoes. It's 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 Boise, baby. I mean, nothing much to. I don't know why we're talking about this. Just because Isaiah likes this Mountain West Conference, but my God, it's Boise State. Let's move on. All right, and John, who's your pick to win the Mountain West? It's Boise State. I mean, this is kind of a pointless topic because it's kind of like picking the um, – I can see Alabama or other teams in the NFL. Like, you know who's most likely going to win that division every single year. It's not really a surprise. It's, it's Boise State. There's really nothing else to say about that. All right, folks. So let's go to our comment section. So Casey King – predicted who is going to win the uh, Mountain West. He says, Boise State wins that conference. San Diego State and Fresno State give them a run. But Boise wins wins it in the end. And I definitely agree with that. That's for sure. So now we're moving on from our conference champ predictions. Let's go to our college football playoff prediction. So 
Let's start off with who are our top four college football playoff teams. I'm going to go first with my list. I got one and four will be Alabama versus Michigan, and then two and three will be Clemson versus Oregon. So those are my top four teams in the college football playoff. Isaiah, I'm going to go to you next. Who are your top four teams in the college football playoff? Well, for my conference championship, Champion predictions, I picked Georgia, Clemson, uh, Michigan to win the Big Ten. Uh, I believe I also picked, trying to think of the other, Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, uh, Iowa State, and Oregon as well. I'm going to go with Georgia's number one because I think Georgia wins the SEC. Um, I think number two, got to give it to, ooh, this is tough. I'm going to give it to Iowa State. I think they win the Big 12. Um, Clemson, number three for me because they win the ACC. And number four, I'm going to give you guys, you know, a curveball. I'm going to go with Alabama. I think that the committee just loves Alabama a lot. I think that Alabama, even though they lose to Georgia in the SEC championship game, they're still going to make it. We're going to have two SEC teams. It's going to be Georgia versus Alabama. And then you're going to have Clemson versus uh, Iowa State in that two or in that, uh, yeah, the two three matchup. Um, and whew, I'm going to give you guys my uh, national champ prediction uh, later when we reach that segment. All right. And then uh, I'm going to go to you, John, who are your top four college football playoff teams? Well, I'm being honest, I was hoping to share with you because I was going to say I agree because I don't pay attention to college football that much. Besides, like, I mean, I follow that. I don't follow that much. So I'll just say I agree with Trey because I don't follow college football like I do the NFL. So, Trey, I agree with you. Thank you for your big points. <laughs> Trey, make the most outrageous prediction of all time. He can't. He can say that Alabama would lose every game. It would still make more sense than any of your college football games. Oh, Lord. All right. Number one, I got Georgia. Two, Clemson. Three, Oregon. Number four, I'm with you, Isaiah. Number, it's going to be Alabama. And then national championship game. I'll do it. I'll go. It's going to be Alabama versus Oregon. I'm going to say here, Stray, my pick to go to the college football uh, national championship game, it's going to be Alabama versus Clemson. And my pick to win the national champion is a repeat champion. It's going to be Alabama winning it again. So that's my pick to win the national champion. Isaiah and Trey and John – Throw it out there. Who is your pick to be the college football playoff national champion? You want me to go first, John, or uh, you go first? Go first. Uh, go first, Isaiah. I'll go, but I'm going to write it down so make sure people can understand this. Again, excuse my handwriting, so give me just a second. Uh, it's terrible handwriting. Alabama's gonna win. I, I'm not a fan of Alabama. I, I it makes me sick to my stomach just saying the name Alabama because of the history. Now there are some other teams I think that definitely give a run for the money due to their schedule. But for right now, unless Nick Saban is like in like something crazy happens, I'm just gonna say Alabama. Right now. 
No, a dream would be Texas, but that's a huge, huge Isaiah time stretch. Time out, time out, time out. I, I totally forgot. I, I, it's, it's late here in Texas. I, 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 that's not my final four. Okay, I, I, I changed my mind. <laughs> Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, Oregon. Alabama is not, not in. Ohio State, Ohio what? State, Ohio State, Georgia National Championship. Whoa, whoa, Trey. You said you would agree. Hey, 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 don't give them that look. You just no. I totally forgot about Ohio State because they're, they're going to rumpsh all the Big Ten. But, yeah, Ohio State's going to – yeah, they're, they're going to be at the end. And what about you, Isaiah? Who is your so, pick? My teams were Georgia, Clem or Georgia, Iowa State, Clemson, and Alabama. I'm going to go with a rematch of the game this Saturday. I think it's going to be Georgia versus Clemson in the national championship game. And you know what? I said this uh, a while back. You can see the uh, Coast to Coast MI6 group chat. You can also see our MI6 host group chat. Um, and I also said this at the beginning of the show when we were giving our SEC predictions. This is Georgia's year to win it all, and I'm going to stick by it. Give me Georgia over Clemson. Really close game, but I think Kirby Smart, JT Daniels, and the Dogs win it all. Um uh, I'm going to say probably, if I have to give a score, probably like 27 to 24. Oh, that could be de that could definitely happen. So we're just going to have to wait and see. So Casey King has his playoff predictions for the college football playoff. He has Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Oregon. And his pick to be in the national championship game is Alabama versus Clemson and Alabama winning it again. I'm with you on that. That was actually my pick to play in the college football uh, national championship game. So let's go on to the awards. And my pick to win the Heisman Trophy is Spencer Rattler, quarterback from Oklahoma. And I think he'll join a, a group. He will join a group of Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray winning the Heisman Trophy out of Oklahoma and also Sam Bradford, who also won the Heisman Trophy out of that school as well. Isaiah, I'm going to go to you next. Who is your pick to win the Heisman Trophy? When I first saw the script for this show and I was writing down my predictions, I was going to say Keaton Slovis, but then I thought about it again. I was like, you know, what would be better, Keaton Slovis winning the Heisman or Clay Helton getting fired, and I picked the latter. So if you have a great season but you miss the playoffs and you don't even win your conference, Trey, John, and Lowell, you guys know this. There's no way. It's not a good season. Yeah, you can't. Uh, so – out of all my four playoff teams, I got Georgia, Clemson, Iowa State, and Alabama. You know what? Since I already picked them to win it all, and I since I hyped them up so much, give me JT Daniels. Because I think that this kid, from what I've watched last year, when he took over the starting job at Georgia, he was dynamic. I think he's going to be dynamic again this year with another year in that Georgia football offense. And also, I just think that Georgia's going to run – I don't think they're going to run rough. They're going to run rough sod over everybody in the SEC besides Alabama. I think they're going to beat Alabama. I think JT Daniels will be fantastic, and then they're going to win it all. So give me the quarterback from Georgia. Give me JT Daniels to win the Heisman. 
That could definitely happen. So we'll just have to wait and see. So anyways, I'm going to go with Trey on this one. Who's your pick to win the Heisman Trophy? Mine was Spencer Rattler. What about you? Good picks, good picks. But I'm going to give you a dark horse. B.J. Robinson out of Texas. As a freshman last year, wasn't he leading back? He had 703 yards. He averaged 8.2. As a leading back this year, He this guy is done. Last year, 103 yards a game, uh, one game. 172, another game. 113, another game. That's just within the next four. B.J. Robinson is going to lead the Longhorns to the Big 12 Championship, and he's going to be a dark horse, and he's going to win the Heisman Trophy with I have JT Daniels at second and Spencer Rattler at third. And going back to Isaiah's point, you don't have to win your conference to be a Heisman Trophy winner. Johnny Menzel, uh, Lamar Jackson, just to name a few. So you don't have to win your conference. So, uh, But my pick is Dark Horse B.J. Robinson, JT Daniels second, and I then Spencer Rattler third, and then the kid out of North Carolina fourth. Yeah, you meant Howell, that's for sure. So, John, who is your pick to win the Heisman Trophy? You know what, what Trey said made me that I don't know how they would he said how they got to for Texas football. Because um, the last time the, a Texas quarterback player was really considered was Ben Soon back in the day, but of course, Richard Bush got it, and well, he doesn't have it because the NCAA, whatever they want to do. My first reaction would be Spencer Rattler, obviously. But since he's OU, I'm going to pick the opposite just because I can't stand OU. That would be like me picking Patrick Mahomes to win the MVP. We all know most likely he's going to be in the conversation. But um, I'm going to, I think there's a chance. Maybe, yeah, the guy out of Texas, not necessarily it's going to be because of just him. It's also going to be for hopefully – Trey is saying for the first time, Texas can have some discipline. I mean, my gosh, Texas has Texas discipline up until this point has had as much discipline as a toddler trying to potty train. Folks, yo, I used to work with kids and there was a huge lack of discipline for multitude of reasons. And that's what we also saw with the Texas Longhorn. I'm going to have an Isaiah type rant. I think the quarter out of Texas is going to win this year, and I wouldn't be mad if I was wrong, but I'm just going to keep going for my long runs every single year. Because unlike some other people, I don't give up on my team. It's been really ugly for the past, I would say, 11 years. Yeah, and Steve, so I'm watching you every single play. I will, Believe me, I will be there. I will come down to the office and make sure you get fired if you screw up real bad for the next two years. I will be there. I'm a dedicated like – Trey and I – are dedicated Longhorn fans. You need to be in the college football playoffs in the next two or three years, or I won't be fired. All right, folks. So uh, now let's talk about this. Uh, which coach is on the hot seat in college football? I'm going to go first on this one. I mean, I don't put Jim Harbaugh on there just yet. I don't put, like, uh, Jimbo Fisher on there. So I'm going to put Clay Helton on there. I think he's a puppet at USC. I think Clay Helton – He's coaching for his job right now, and if USC if USC underperforms this year, then I think that Clay Helton is going to have to get relieved from his head coaching duties at USC. Isaiah, if you agree with me on this, you don't have to. Who is your who's the one coach that is on the hot seat right now? Well, when I look at 
this, right, when I look at the landscape of college football, I think you can look at two obvious guys. Scott Frost, uh, Jim Harbaugh, mentioned by a lot of media members, uh, and Clay Helton. I think Clay Helton, I think this is the year. I think this is the year that Clay Helton finally gets canned because USC fans have been wanting him gone for like the last three, four years. I personally never thought he should have gotten the job in the first place to replace uh, Steve Sarkeesian after Sarkeesian got fired because he came to practice one time drunk. Um, and then uh, he got the job somehow, somewhere because SC players lobbied for him because he was like a nice guy. Well, like Lowroll said, he's a puppet for this USC football administration. And this guy has honest, has been mediocre ever since Sam Darnold left. He was a product of Sam Darnold. And when you look at him coaching on the football field, he makes terrible decisions after terrible decisions, game after game after game. Just look at that one game against Oregon from two years ago when USC had scored a touchdown, cut it to 28 to 17 right before the half, Four seconds left. Everybody that watches football knows that you don't kick it deep in that situation. But what does Clay Elton do? Kick it deep, and the Oregon guy catches it, runs it back 104 yards for a touchdown to put the game away. That is one of the most stupid decisions ever in college football. Clay Elton should have been gone three, four years ago. I advocated it, saying he should have been gone. USC, I don't know why they always keep him. But Clay Helton, I'm making a prediction right now because John Trey and everybody has made a lot of predictions. Clay Helton will finally be fired this year. And the guy that USC needs to get to replace Clay Helton, Jack Del Rio, the Washington football team defensive coordinator. He's going to bring discipline to that program. He knows how to get, how to develop young players, having done it in Washington and also He's a guy that I think players will want to play for because what do young players want to do? They want to get to the NFL as their ultimate stop. And Del Rio has coached in the NFL. He knows how to get players to the NFL. So give me that prediction. USC fires Clay Helton and hires Jack Del Rio. That's my guy that I think is on the hottest seat of college football. Helton has to at least win the Rose Bowl to keep his job. Absolutely. You have a good point there. I think Jack Del, if Jack Del Rio lands the USC job, I think he's going to bring toughness, discipline, and and also create a culture in the locker room that players are going to enjoy. And I think USC football will definitely be back. So, Trey, who is the one coach, or he could choose two, is on the hot seat heading into this season? I mean, Helton's on the hot seat, but he ain't going to lose his job this year. I'm sorry to say. I mean, I think they're going to have a good year, and I think they're going to bring him, and I think they're going to bring him back. Um, just because USC is the way he is. But anyway, Jim Harbaugh, if he doesn't get it done this year, if he doesn't beat Michigan State, doesn't beat Ohio State, got to can him. You can't go over against your arch rival, Ohio State, and keep your job. I mean, I'm sorry. How many chances are we going to give this guy? Like you said early in the program, this is a year. This is a year, which I don't understand why this is a year, but, but this is a year. Michigan has them in, in Michigan this year. It has to get it done. They didn't play him last year because you chickened out because of COVID. Had no reason to play, but they chickened out, whatever the case may be. You have to get it done this year. If he doesn't beat Michigan State and Ohio State this year, look for him to be canned uh, uh, next year because he he's not the guy for the job. I know it will be a good story. He, Ex-Michigan quarterback comes back and brings him to a national championship. Not going to happen this year. 
Got to beat Ohio State at least. I don't care if you go one in one in ten, one eleven, whatever the case, one in twelve. That one win has to be Ohio State. It has to be Ohio State. You have to beat Ohio State. Another name I'm going to look for is uh, Herm Edwards. No one's really talking about it, but Herm Edwards is that scandal, that little stupid scandal that's going on right now, that COVID nineteen scandal that's going on. And then also, if he's not he, he has his team right, but he can never get over the hump. And how many years are we going to give this guy to bring Arizona State back to dominance? So ranked in the top 20, uh, 25 this year for the first time in a long time. I just think that they have an absolute chance. If he doesn't get a job that uh, have a decent year this year, a winning record, or even like even one or two losses, then look for Jim Har- uh, Jim Harbaugh, uh, Herm Edwards to be gone at the end of the year too. But I think Jim Harbaugh is on the hottest seat of them all. And I, I don't think Jimbo Fisher for Texas A&M is on the hot seat. I'm sorry. I, I think they paid him way too much money to bring him in. He's turned that – he made Calamon a pretty good player. He turned that A&M program around pretty handily in the SEC, which is tough to do. But I think those two guys, Jim Harbaugh and Herman Edwards, are your two guys that you need to look forward to this year on the hot seat. And, John, I'm going to go to you on this one. Who do you think is on the hot seat in college football out of the head coaches? Mr. Harbaugh, I am going to get a piece of paper – Oh, Lord. Write it up for a letter of resignation because you should have already been fired. You chickened out last year. I'll at least give you that thing prior years before. You've done nothing. You are a garbage college head coach. You are overrated. You haven't done anything at Michigan. He's on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat hotter than my butt was after I had the hottest wings at Buffalo Wild Wings. That's how much. He's on the hot seat. And the USC guy, you know what? Get signed to a five-year, you know, a five-year extension with over $180 million just to mess with Isaiah. And here's the thing also. When a guy is a puppet, no matter how bad or good they are, they're going to keep him. An example is the Eagles. Hire a one in a puppet that him and Doug Peterson did not get along. But if he had a head coach that would do whatever he wants, he would have kept him around for years upon years, like Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, deserves the same, was a puppet of Jerry Jones. He's also a puppet of USC. So as long as he does what he wants, you're going to keep bringing him back time and time. Just like you have that bad – I don't know I keep going by Colin Coward here, but kind of like that relationship. As long as you do what she wants, she'll keep you around for many weeks upon weeks, even though it's due from the start. Just like bringing Hulk up to Michigan. He is on the hot seat right now, hotter than the McAllen Sun in the summertime. Absolutely. I mean, John, you got a good point there. So uh, I think Clay Helton is on the hot seat. I don't really think he's the right person to lead that program going forward. So Casey King also listed his head coaches that are on the hot seat for college football. He said Clay Helton and Jim Harbaugh. I disagree with the Jim Harbaugh part, but I agree with the Clay Helton part. And he also said that uh, he'd love to see Jack Del Rio. Get the USC job. If I may, this would be bad for Washington. Because you have a young defense that you're building at a team that could be in attention in the NFC in the next couple of years, in the next three or four years, if you get that right quarterback. Whether it's free agency in the draft, whatever you want, time Matt Ryan, two, two, I don't know. But where Washington is, they're headed in the right direction. Yes, you could say they're in the NFC, at least whatever you want to say. They're headed in the right direction. A defense that's going to get better, going to get smarter, going to get more disciplined. And you let your defensive coordinator go with a team that's headed in the right direction. Who are you going to bring in? I'm not saying that Jack Dury is like the greatest defensive coordinator of all time. 
I think Washington has had it its best for Washington to keep him. But if they let him go, it's really unfortunate. Jack Derrick, very good defense score right now for the Washington football team. And uh, we'll just see what happens. But Washington, I'm giving you free advice, no pay. Keep Jack Derrick. All right, folks. It has been a great show tonight. So we're going to get to final thoughts and announcements coming up next. All right, folks, so uh, it has been a great show. So before we get to everybody's final thoughts, I'm going to make this clear that our next Wild Sports Talk show will be at Thursday at 6 o'clock Pacific time. Be sure to, to join us then. And also this Sunday, book the book, book, mark your calendars for this, is will be the debut of our new NFL show that will be launching this Sunday. It is called The Extra Point. Isaiah Leong will be part of that show. I will be hosting that show. And also want to give a big welcome to the MI6 family. And Ben Kirst will be joining our show as well. And uh, and we're excited to – and we're all excited to, to uh, see his knowledge of football. But also to note, like myself, he's a Patriots fan like myself, so we'll definitely be talking about that. And then Isaiah will definitely be talking about 49ers football come Sunday as we're going to be previewing week one of the NFL season, make our divisional picks on that show. And also for the next Wild Sports Talk show next Monday on the Labor Day special, we will have a special Wild Sports Talk show to preview the 2021 NFL season where we'll predict our division winners, wildcard teams, awards and also coaches on the hot seat and then next month and then also preview week one as well so don't forget extra point will premiere this sunday at 9 p.m pacific time get your popcorn ready as we are gearing up for the biggest season ever in the national football league as the regular season it goes from 16 games to 17 games now the final thoughts isaiah i'm going to go to you what are your final thoughts on this show yeah, it was a great show. I want to thank Trey for joining us today as a special guest. I uh, love hearing his knowledge on college football. Uh, I want to thank the fans uh, for tuning in to our show tonight, Casey King, um, as well as uh, Justin Bossman, um, as well as uh, James Gonzalez, uh, Callum McClurg, um, and also I feel like we had one more comment that I'm not looking at right now. I'm trying to look through all the comments that we have, but oh, Rudy, uh, Rudy. Campos Jr. want to thank him for tuning in as well. You know, we love the support that you, the fans, give us each and every week. So thank you so much. Um, final thoughts is I'm just glad that I made it out of this program alive because I literally had a fever starting during the program and I started having chills and I was like messaging Trey. I was like, do I look okay? Do I look bad on the show? I might have to turn my camera off, but I'm glad that I made it through this program. All right. Uh, this was, I, you could call it my my Michael Jordan flu game show. So uh, I hope I'm better after you know the next couple of days and on for the next episode of Wild Sports Talk. But we are going to be debuting a new lineup for the MI6 Sports Network. We're looking forward to that. That's going to be coming out in uh, the next few days. So make sure you guys tune into the MI6 page for that. And looking forward to the first week of college football season, that Georgia-Clemson game. 
on Saturday night. I'm definitely going to tune in for that. USC, San Jose State, um, and others. That's going to be a lot of fun on Saturday. So football is back. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. All right. So, Trey, what are your final thoughts? Uh, I'm just happy that y'all messaged me and wanted me to be part of this. This is an awesome. I love college football. College football has always been a big part. I know my wife doesn't like it because I sit on the couch for 12 straight hours just watching football and don't do anything. But sorry, you had all COVID to deal with me. So now it's football season. But um, yeah, thank y'all for having me on. But yeah, then uh, full slate of games actually start Thursday night. Ohio State versus Minnesota in a conference game. That's going to be a big game to start off the uh, the season. And then, of course, you have the, um, the Miami versus Alabama. And uh, you have... Dang, Georgia, Clemson, you have Texas, you, you, the Louisiana Cajuns, you have uh, USC, San Jose State, you have a lot of good, good games on Saturday. So tune in. Hope you got all your grocery shopping done already so you can sit back, get fat, eat popcorn on the couch. And I appreciate y'all getting me on. Uh, college football is the best uh, sporting event. It's the only sport that all the fans come together as a family. I know NFL has theirs, whatever, but it's a community uh, some different about college sports that so just come, I know at University of Texas it's just like a big community where your family and mm-hmm. just to love and joy that you share with other fans is just a great thing to be a part of. So thank y'all for having me on again. I really do appreciate it. And we'll go to John. What are your final thoughts for tonight? Uh, second, uh, lower. I'll also be joining the Color Press app this season for the NFL. So the network stuff probably is going to be pre-recorded because we're going to do a lot of games on there trying to get my feet wet really doing that but uh been a good show glad really glad that football is back and uh i won't say this about a certain team so never mind but glad we got to talk some college football i'm excited for texas this season i my voice will probably be hoarse after the game because i'm going to a friend's house to watch the game we had a lot of screaming a lot of shouting and uh we'll just we'll just see what really happens but get ready for a lot, a lot of uh Intense matches on the uh, public center. You thought it was a lot of passion out here. Wait till that Broncos and Giants game before. It's going to be great. Absolutely, John. And we're looking forward to next week as well when we talk about the upcoming NFL season next week. So that's going to do it for this episode of Wild Sports Talk. Tune in to our next show on Thursday as I'll be back on this on the program on Thursday along with my guys Isaiah, John, and Trey or whoever can join the show on Thursday. For producer Wang, Isaiah Leong, John and Trey, Loro signing off for now. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to Wild Sports Talk. We'll see you again on Thursday. Have a great rest of your Monday night, everybody.